Hello and welcome back to Analytics at ServiceNow with your host Alex Sanginov. This is Season 2 and we are excited to cover the ins and outs of a day in the life of analytics roles and their contribution in creating value to fuel the company's growth. I personally invite you to join our Analytics at Now community by visiting us at servicenow.com forward slash analytics at now to stay informed so you won't miss a beat. That's again servicenow.com forward slash analytics at now. In this episode, we're joined by Anik Dasgupta and Imran Mohammed, managers of data engineering, who build the data sets as a gift that keeps on giving insights. Hello and welcome to the show, Anik, Imran. How are you guys doing? Yeah, we are doing good, Alex. Thank you. Awesome. Well, hey, uh, I know we just you know wrapped up you know the data viz talk, and I know there is a lot more behind uh, putting the beautiful <clears throat> visualizations, right, or getting the data set in the right shape in the right format. And I could not wait to uh, have this chat with you both to really understand what really goes behind the scene in terms of putting and curating the right data set. But just to start off with the basics, can you help understand the audience? What is data engineering? Uh, thanks, Alex, uh, for asking the question and for having me. Uh, really, really my pleasure to talk and talk about data engineering overall. So a typical data engineer is responsible for finding trend in data set and developing models to help new uh, raw data more useful for the enterprise. So when I say that, I obviously oversimplified the skill required, but it yes. requires also understanding of business. Uh, right. They should understand how to optimize the data and also have the skills to stitch and massage data as the answer to the business question. So uh, continuing to what Anik said, right? data engineering is all about getting the meaningful insights and the, and the trends. So in order to do that, we have to get the system data from the different source system, and that is called extraction process, store it, and then transform to get meaningful insights. So the first initial steps, extracting the data and storing into the data warehouse is being carried out by the data integration developers. So right. they typically get the data from different source system and load. There are tons of terabytes of data gets processed every day and, and they transform into the, uh, transform the data in such a way that we can do analysis out of that. So that's the first part of the process. And second process of, second part of the process is getting the meaningful insights, wherein actually the data analyst comes into picture, they look at the data, understand the data, and they stitch together the data and try to come out, come up with insights from the data. So that's that's where the data analyst comes into the picture. Yeah, I just want to follow up on <clears throat> the data analysis and the insights piece, right? How is data engineering different than a data analyst or data developers um, I know, you know, there are many uh, titles, you know, uh, floating around. Uh, is there any difference from your perspective? Alex, uh, so generally, analysts gets the data prepared. And what they do is they investigate and gather insights from the prepared data. So a data engineering is much more uh, having a wider or a wider, uh, you know, uh, responsibility. 
A data engineers, on the other hand, will play a pivotal role in bringing the data as required in the shape and form to the data analysts. So that is the difference, but it doesn't mean a data engineer who is actually bringing the data from four or five or multiple different systems, stitching them together, massaging the data, and also while doing that, understanding what the analyst needs to actually get into the insights, whatever. So a data analyst is a, is, is a specific role right. in the overall umbrella of data engineering. Got it. So in a nutshell, what you're saying is you are the most important uh, factor in all the insights and analysis. Am I right? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I think I'm getting and the I, picture. I just want to add. Uh, just yes. want to add one point here. Like nowadays, the distinction between data integration developer analyst is going away, fading away. Actually, it is becoming an overall one uh, role. Actually, data engineering role where the, the engineers do everything: they stitch together the data and they bring in the data and transform it to analysis or whatever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, in order to be, uh, as you both, you know, highlighted, right, in order to be a best, uh, the best data engineer, you do need to understand what the analysts are looking for, what insights are, right, as well as understand the business problem, the data needs to be solving or addressing potentially, right? Absolutely. Just to put things into perspective from a practical standpoint, can you help understand what does a typical day for a data engineer look like? Yeah, so the typical day starts with like, because we, as a data uh, from data engineering side, right, we look, look for solving the business problems. So from the sales perspective, how is my pipeline looking like? Whether we are, are we on the right track to close the quarter or not? So these are the business problems we solve. In order to do the business, solve the business problem, we need to have the meaningful data available to the business. And the trends, and the insights which they can look at and take the decisions. So, the, so for the data engineers, it it revolves around how to get those insights and how to give them the meaningful uh, uh, data points to take the decisions. So, throughout the day, we right. work on getting the different requirements and processing the data and putting uh, into that problem. Almost uh, similar to what Imran just said, and it's almost similar. So for me, my, me and my team starts with regular connect with the product management team, gathering requirement of feature enhancements and also product success. And then we also have other regular connect with the business to understand what data challenges and data and insights challenges they're facing right now. Uh, uh, enough time is spent in the designing and solutioning uh, right. every day. And obviously delivery, we cannot go without that. So uh, delivery is key. Uh, whatever we solution needs to be delivered. And that's a major chunk of work, which we do on a daily basis. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, seems to be, I think that definitely goes in uh, at the heart of our culture here, you know, hungry and humble and winning as a team, right? I cannot, I've heard that almost in every single episode from all the roles that uh, starting with VJ, uh, kicking off, you know, the season two uh, stakeholders, making sure that we're joined at the hip with our closest friends, our stakeholders, our embedded analytics teams, 
So could not agree with you more. And thank you for highlighting that. And uh, just to understand your background and how did you uh, end up in data engineering and you know, leading uh, the teams you have today uh, and what attracted you to becoming data engineer and leading the team of data engineers? <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Thank you for this question. Like, uh, well, my career started with production support uh, to support numerous visual basic apps. And those were the client servers time, right? So the right. job involved processing numerous SQL embedded in different apps. And for right. me sitting as an L3 engineer to understand those sequence, sequential queries in without having any knowledge of the business, right? So that gives me a tremendous experience to kind of relate myself with the data and business altogether, structuring raw data into something meaningful and connecting and sketching data together. And I decided that I will spend my rest of the life uh, as uh, and with near to the data. And then I kind of skilled myself to understand the data warehouse technologies, data mining technologies, and also focused on you know, the tools with which we do data mining and data processing and data analysis. And then here we are. And uh, my story is something similar to that. Actually, we, I started my early career uh, with writing queries, understanding, and then slowly I got into the SAP world. So I spent a amount of time in the SAP PW, and then I'm into the service now as a data engineer now. So generally, what actually really <clears throat> what I really like about this profession is about uh, helping the business actually. So nowadays everything is about data and uh, having the right set of data uh, at the right time is very, very critical to take business decisions. So I really enjoy that uh, provide the business, the data points actually, just like we recently launched CEO dashboard, right? And our CEO, Bill McDonald, uses that every day and helps him taking the right decisions. So uh, I feel really proud of uh, working on that and helping our organization going towards the future. It feels proud like you are uh, contributing into the organization. Absolutely. Uh, definitely, it is a humble, uh, humble brag, as we call it. Gives us a lot of pleasure when we hear from our stakeholders, especially from, uh, from the CEO, that he is the most data-driven person. And... Uh, Coming into little bit, uh, peeling the onion in terms of your day-to-day -day operation and how you go about data engineering, data development, as well as you know building the foundation that you know the rest of the teams are uh, uh, use in order to arrive at a meaningful insights and uncover those uh, hidden gems. How do you go about uh, data engineering and building you know foundational data sets? Uh, do you know upfront what and how to build data sets exactly, or is that more of a iterative process? Actually, we, to be very frank, we don't know exactly what's, uh, what is the exact business problem, uh, how, how the data should be structured in the very beginning, actually. So what we know is what business problem we are trying to resolve that, and what kind of visualization and dashboard data points we have to provide. So we start with that basic data points which we get from the business based on our conversation, and look at those data points. and. Uh, more than actually building the data set, right? it is more about representing the data into the dashboard. So we start from there. We start from doing the mockups on Tableau or any other visualization tool and look at 
how meaningful we can display the data and that those visualizations are giving the required uh, insights to take decisions. Once that framework is done, then we look at what are the different data points we need and how we can stitch together into a one common layer, which can be which the tableau or other data visualization tool can consume. So in order to do all this right, so what we have to pay a lot of attention towards is the rendering time, how much the dashboard is coming around and uh, whether the performance is good or not. Yeah, so I will say I kind of second uh, Imran that that's the approach overall we should follow. So uh, Alex, there is three or I can kind of say it's it's like step by step process in terms of first, we have to understand the individual raw data and what it represents, definitely. Then we have to understand what is the green and the width of the data. Right. And then, uh, obviously, uh, we have to structure an output, as Imran said, is based on the business requirement for whatever is desired to be, you know, as part of a dashboard, as, as part of a visualization, or as part of any application in that sense. Right. So that is that is the actual solutioning which we should be doing. And uh, there is a, a point of iteration as well. But whenever we are actually having a business question or solution which we need to provide by data engineering, we have to have a scalable approach. We need to have an approach by which we can say that, okay, build once and use many times. And uh, the scalable solution should, uh, data engineer should also think about, okay, what other questions potentially might arise for the same data set and you have to think all into consideration and not have a siloed approach uh, to, for the problem. So that that's how another uh, another way of looking into it. Got it, got it. You definitely hit it on the nail, you know, build it once and use it many times. Uh, that is essentially the formula for scalability, right? Right. And I know you both are rock stars and well-recognized and respected team members here at ServiceNow. And uh, out of curiosity, what is unique about data engineering practices uh, here at ServiceNow compared to uh, the industry or peer groups or uh, other companies you might have you know, worked for? Alex, uh, uh, what I can say is ServiceNow and specifically the enterprise uh, analytics team where I belong uh, in the ServiceNow is a dream place for any, any data engineer. I mean, uh, uh, take the example of Knowledge Graph. Okay? It is a strategy to have all the data connected to each other and just like a Wikipedia page, get all the information around one attribute or one entity and then you go to the other another entity and get any information around that and this whole flow is happening seamlessly right now and how can it happen other than uh, uh, like a huge amount of sophistication with the data engineering uh, coming into that space so uh, come to the edp which we which we are calling right now the enterprise data platform uh, we are not only uh, doing uh, things for building dashboard uh, we are giving the data or we are moving the data out to all of the teams. Right now, as I speak, my team is working in 10 APIs to integrate 
across three applications one of them is actually external uh, facing so so how can that happen if without the data engineering building sophisticated models which suits individual use case so uh, i mean this place with the diversity of the data what we have and the place where we bring all the data together as part of the edp it's huge and we are having so much so many uh, data engineering use case that it's uncountable I second everything you said. So in service now, generally what happens in other organization is uh, the data analyst and the business comes to looking, looking around the data. They go to specific uh, dashboard and look for the required data. But what as a what as service now in the team, what we're working towards is bringing the data to the actual end users and business community. So, the, so they can get the right data when they are going through the actual process. I see that they are looking for some other account and they're searching for in Google. So what we have done is we have created knowledge store. They, once they just pour over on that account, they'll get the required information. And consider that a sales manager is wanted to look at a sales rep performance. What he has to do is just open an email and in the email when he's trying to have his team meeting with him, he just needs to hover over on the left name and he will get the required information, the main KPIs, which are all the accounts they're working on, how is it going. So that information is available to the business as in they need actually. They need not go to the dashboards to get that information. And also in service now, how we are working towards our future strategies, giving them self-service capabilities where they whatever data they are looking for in what format they can build out of a unified self-service environment and uh, they can solve the business problem offering using that data set. Awesome. Uh, Anik, if I can follow up with the data out strategy that you mentioned, uh, how do you build and maintain internal uh, as well as external data sets? Do you have different mindset, different approach towards them, or is that still build it once and consume it many times across the board, internal and external? Uh, it's a very, very uh, interesting question, Alex. So it, it is still build in one and use many times. So we, we, we always want to do that. Not only that, it's, it's not only about scalability, it's also about consistency. Right. So we want to have a single point in truth, which can be used in different, different use cases. Of course, uh, the, the avenue to, to give the data to a dashboard, which is used internally and, and to an API, which goes and sits into any other application, maybe an internal service now application or, uh, or a customer facing application. The avenues are different. We, we involve the integration team. We have uh, technologies like Delbumi, which kind of sits in between as a middleware and get, gets the data over there. But eventually, we, we are 100% sure that the data model, which is the enterprise data model, which we are using, uh, feeds both the places so that there is no point of this uh, consistency and also it's scalable. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that definitely uh, goes what Imran was mentioning as well, right? Uh, marketing, sales, you name it, you know, any other functional teams that, that want to use it, it's all there. Uh, awesome. Absolutely. I know 
there are uh, definitely a lot of challenges, right, as well. And in terms of uh, kind of touching upon some of the highlights as well as lowlights, if you will, uh, what do you enjoy the most about data engineering? And alternatively, what do you do not enjoy the most or at least enjoy the most about it? I love almost everything about data. So as I said, right, I, I was, uh, I feel I kind of, I started liking the data and the way it can be structured, the power it has right. uh, starting from the start of my career. Now, as still today, I am having that same, uh, you know, uh, fondness. I am having the fondness to, uh, that we can structure and we can kind of solve any kind of problem by bring, bringing different data set. If the data is not with us, we can kind of start uh, avenues uh, to bring the data or what kind of data is needed, uh, you know, analyzing all those things and, and structuring and eventually coming and getting a business answer is the is the beauty of any data engineering work, right? So you, you, you take all these building blocks and eventually you make a house which makes so much sense. Uh, that is our job and we are, uh, that's the reason I, I kind of love this space and always wanted to belong on that. Uh, related to the lowlights, one thing is that because we are obviously tied together as a team to work in the presentation side of the house, sometimes there are iteration which is happening and which will definitely happen. And uh, that is something which I will consider uh, we should resolve and which definitely we take a constant effort to resolve that iteration which happens between the presentation side of the house and the data engineering side of the house. Got it. Thank you both you know, for sharing the highlights and lowlights. Again, uh, every, every role has its own ups and downs, peaks and valleys, if you will. Uh, but I hope and I can sense from both of your enthusiasm that there are a lot more highlights than lowlights, right? And that essentially goes and what keeps us uh, data people, if you will, uh, continue to geek out and produce uh, the uh, consumer grade and best in class analytics and analytics products. So to uh, thank you for being candid uh, uh, along those topics. My last question, uh, especially uh, keeping in mind uh, those who are earlier in career and or uh, aspired data engineers in future, what would you advise them uh, to learn or to focus on to build skill sets in order to be successful in this uh, in this role? Alex, uh, my suggestion will be uh, for any aspiring data engineers is to learn two basic fundamental technology. One is okay. SQL, which is which is the you know, which is which is a tool to understand any data modeling tool. If you if you if someone understands SQL. Picking up any data modeling tool will be very, very simple. That's a fundamental skill to have. Another skills which is which is really coming up very fast uh, and growing in that area because of the sophisticated packages it has is mm -hmm. Python. Uh, it's different way of manipulating data with the with that. So if someone gets this two fundamental skill set. Uh, having an additional you know uh, knowledge of some tools on top of this will be very super simple. So that will be my suggestion. Got it. Just out of curiosity, is that SQL or SQL? <laughs> uh, it is SQL in British and SQL in US. Awesome, awesome. Imran, how about, how about you? Yeah, I think understanding uh, the basics 
of data warehousing it is very important so we should know what is the data warehouse how what is the normalization process how the entity relationships so if you know the basics of the data warehousing how are these different uh, processes run right as we discussed extraction so familiarity with that would definitely help and also i think the aspiring engineers what they should really focus on is what actually data engineering uh, what they are supposed to do it in the data engineering side so getting that little bit of searching on that and understanding other what they do different processes different set of tools are used so just going to getting to know about that would definitely help i think our this conversation will give some might have given some points about that so i would suggest them to uh, just go through in each of these processes right more in detail so they know what they are going to work and that would be really awesome definitely as uh, the name and a day in a life of data engineer uh, suggest uh, having strong technical foundation is key and thank you for being open and transparent in sharing your wisdom uh, from uh, your background to daily challenges to highlights and lowlights thank you very much gentlemen uh, this was an insightful episode especially for me and i hope you know our audience will find it equally so uh, it was great chatting with you both thank you thank you alex for having us thank you alex This was an episode 10 of Analytics at ServiceNow, produced by one and only Matt Ackerman. In the next episode, we will cover a day in a life of analytics enablement, who teach how to data to ensure no end user is left behind. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share with others. Remember, sharing is caring. Until next time.